Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude. Can we chat? Yeah. Okay. Let's chat. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And tonight we've got a guest star. It's our third guest star in a row. We've been super lucky. And our guest star is... Hi, I'm Matt Greenberg. And tonight was all about really uh, hashtag let Roma paint episode two. So what happened tonight, dude? Well, Matt was amazing. Matt came over with a lot of brushes, paintbrushes, paints. His army that um, he just finished painting, which looks absolutely amazing. And we had three, two models that um, we both painted together. So, Matt, do you want to just tell me what you kind of came in and you kind of gave me a bit of a lesson and some background in painting. Can you just go over that? Yeah, we had a, a basic introductory night on, you know, how to get started in painting miniatures. And, you know, before we sat down even, we kind of went over some basic, not rules, but just ideas and guidelines behind painting. And one of them, and to me it's one of the main ones, is painting is for you. Um, we're not professionals here. Um, we're not going into competitions at this stage. We are just learning how to paint and getting you know, colors onto models. And one of the key things for this is do what you like, be happy with what you've got, and do not compare yourself to anybody else. He says this, and he's got some beautiful... Um, what are the new Chaos uh, Minotaur dudes? Uh, uh, the Theradons? Theradons, yeah. So he's got amazing Theradons, one Myrmidon, and some Chosen that are just absolutely gorgeous. For mm, inspiration... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This was to make Damon feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little shame right off the bat. Yes, but he's not a beginner. Um, <laughs> but I can't stress it enough. Painting is for yourself. It's a way to um, show off your inner child. Be happy with what you've got. Don't compare yourselves to professionals, the guys who are doing box art uh, on the Internet that have been doing it for years, that do it for 40 hours a week. Um, that will destroy your confidence. You just want to start slow, get some muscle memory built in, and get some paint onto figures. I just want to add to that, um, Matt, you said that very well, because my confidence has been lifted and boosted quite a bit today after I painted my first model. Good. Yeah. So um, how? give that example of when you painted your first army and you had it displayed somewhere. That was kind of funny. <laughs> so, um, as people in our gaming group know, I've been around for a very long time. I'm one of the oldest guys here, other than maybe Damon. We, like we, say, we are the old men in the group. And way, way back, we're talking 18, 19 years ago, um, I did my time at the local game store, and my first army was you know, from the Dark Eldar starter box, and I painted it up. And as a staff member, I was allowed to put it in the shelf, and 
the very next day, I had a 12-year-old walk by, and they didn't know that I had painted it, but they were looking at the things on the shelf, and I was told or overheard how disgusting that army looked, and I was heartbroken, and my paints went away, and I was on to just doing demos. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Oh, man. That's so, when I did you start up again? Uh, it took a while. I mean, that was it was heartbreaking. Like I had put time and effort. I was self-taught, and you know, I felt bad. But it was also a harsh lesson um, that I don't care what other people think. I paint to the best of my ability. Um, if you like it, that's awesome. But I paint for myself. That's really good point because when I was trying to learn how to paint, how all of this came about. Uh, when dude was not really letting me paint and he was holding the griff hound and I'm not getting over the, that oh, but that didn't that that didn't help me and um, and I like shiny and new whereas I like things a little bit more weathered I'd say uh, you're Star Trek and I'm Star Wars Yes, that, that sounds about right. So back to Matt. Matt, what did you, what do you have in front of us? Like, what do you recommend when someone is first starting to paint? Okay, so we started off our air quotes lesson here with how I set up my painting area. Um, most of us work off a table or a desk of some sort. Um, I learned a trick from CK Studios when I went down for a painting class with them. And the first thing I put down is a puppy pad. Um, it may sound silly, but it will protect your surfaces like nothing else. They're, it's absorbent. Uh, you can spill on it. You can use it to dry your brushes off. And it, it's cheap and a throwaway. I saw that. And I, I'm using like one of those art art mats for cutting and things. But it's got glue on it and all sorts. Of, and I'm kind of wrecking it. So I am going to get myself some puppy pads. I think that's pure genius. It is. It's a simple idea that... You, until somebody shows it to you, you wouldn't think of, but it's it's perfect for what we do. Um, I also use it a lot for when I'm airbrushing. Um, as we all know, we get overspray, and it they're big enough that it, it protects your area. They're great. <laughs> Absolutely. I took a picture of it to make sure I knew what brand it was. Yep. Um, next thing we did is we got out our mixing palettes, or what I like to use for mixing palettes. Again, uh, being cheap and coming out of construction, I have... Tile. <laughs> um, it's a little five by five white tile. Um, you can get them at any hardware store, uh, Home Depot, anything. They're dirt cheap again, and they work really well for mixing your paint on. Um, I'm not a big fan of uh, wet palettes. I prefer these. You can wash them. Uh, if they break, they're easy to replace. But for me, they work great. Uh, then we got our brushes out. I had brought quite a selection of brushes. Um, we got some Army Painter brushes, some Citadel ones, and then I brought some Artist Opus ones just to show Roma. Um, this, the, the different styles, the different price points of brushes, um, and just to, to give a variety. Do I see an art pen in there, like a technical 005 or something? Yep. What do you use? I use that for if I'm doing scroll work and want to do the little lettering. I ah, use that for that. Okay. I wasn't sure if you did like lining on tanks or stuff with no, that. No, not. Okay. That's what that one's for. But yeah, once um, we kind of got out, the way my theory on painting is you can't teach somebody to paint. You can give ideas. 
Uh, you can give you know, recommendations and you can show them what you do. But painting is a personal thing. Um, so we got some similar models or almost identical models. And Roma chose her colors. And we kind of just started putting brush to paint and got some colors flowing on the models. And I kind of showed her how I would approach each color and each layer and then let her go at it. And we now have three painted models on the table. Which is great. And I'm looking forward to painting the others. So I had um, some sequiturs that we got from Grayson. So I've got a lot, a lot of painting to do. But um, I love the tile mat. I think that really works well for me. I don't get paint on my hands like Dude has paint on his hands all the time. And I did not lick the brush, and it still worked. <laughs> so you can find ways around not having to lick the brush. It's a little tricky, but you can get away <laughs> without licking the brush. Yes. Yes. Uh, for those of you who can't see, um, I asked Damon how many days he'd gone without showering because he's covered in so much paint. And apparently... That's all from today, which is unbelievable because it's literally from his elbow down to the tips of his fingers. So I'm not exactly I'm not exactly sure what he's been doing, but I mean each to their own. That's what painting is. And that's what's so great about this hobby is you can paint you can paint yourself, you can paint your house, you can paint some miniatures if you want. It's just amazing. I mean, so I was slap chopping uh, one of my Keras chariots, and I use like a probably a half inch, um, like dollar store brush for laying down all the different coats. And I don't use a paper towel. I don't use what it, I mean. They sell stuff apparently to to knock the paint off when you're dry brushing. But I have, for my entire life, used the 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 like the texture of my skin, <laughs> and that's all I know. Is so when I dry brush. So yeah, my hand is. You have more than just the grays on your hand you've got like red and yellow and I blue and white <laughs> and every other color yes so i like the tile not yes. the hand <laughs> and um yes and matt you were really great with with painting the model and then kind of giving me some tips and it was it was great to watch you and then i was able to um pick up a few tips yeah, I mean, like we started off with our base coats. Um, you wanted metallic, uh, silver armor, so we just started off with a nice mid-tone. And then what was the second stage? The second stage was shading. Correct. And, you know, we did a little bit of experimentation. I mean, we didn't shade with black. We went with a color instead, and it seemed to work out well. And then what was the third stage? Highlights, exactly. which I need more practice with because when I was trying to highlight, I kind of... Um, it's because she didn't lick the brush. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, you remember, this is your first miniature. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. I've been doing this for 20 years. Yes. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of practice. As yes. with everything, it's muscle memory. It's doing it you know, an hour a night if you can, if you can't. But it's, it's, it's practice. It's having fun with it. It's experimenting. There's no right or wrong. It's just get doing it. And I had fun with experimenting. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we're in we're in mid-glitch. We've had a couple recording issues tonight, so I think we've more or less sorted those out. Um, why don't I have questions for you, Matt? Uh, talk to me about basing. I, um, I picked up some tufts at uh, LVO, and I've, I think they've made my bases look infinitely better. 
but I see you've got some like snow and stuff, and your bases have always been pretty scenic and involved. What are your thoughts on? And apparently, you base after the models painted, which is madness. Correct. Um, well, first of all, I think I mean basing is extremely important. It's 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 part of the model. It sets the stage where that that model is, um, what they're doing. Um, with this current uh, chaos army that's sitting in front of me, we're kind of on a wasteland, um, coming through the barren snow, and I do have some tufts on there. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's extremely important. The days of you know goblin green bases with some <laughs> some turf on it, the, the, that's long gone. Um, you need to make your bases just as exciting as your miniature. Otherwise, you're losing out on part of it. Um, as far as the order of operations, I cannot believe you're doing your bases first. <laughs> uh, usually when I'm painting, I have them on like a smaller base just so I can control you know, my painting. And then um, I will always break them off and then prep the base and then glue the miniature to, to the new one. Otherwise, whatever time I've taken, especially on these ones where you know, there's already five different things happening on there, I don't want to overspray onto them. I don't want to get them, you know, have to have to go back and redo my bases again. So, yeah, my bases are done separately, and then maybe a finishing touch here or there. But it's it's all part of the model, and I I do have a very specific process when I do things and an order of operations. And my bases are last, and it gives it that coup de gras completion of a of, of a full model. See, I uh, I. Text, so I glue the model down. Then, because I'm always way too excited to not glue the model to a base, like that uh, um, vor uh, Mutileth Vortex Beast. I got it together. I'm like, we got to glue it to a base. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and so then I'll glue the then I'll put the basing, like the texture on it. So the various ballast or fuzz or whatever. And f for the bigger base, I try and add more like height because yep. I find that I've noticed when they're really two-dimensional it but I don't like some have like core some people like build it way up that I, that's too much for my taste but uh, I, I have noticed that because I started using Gorilla Glue yep. um, to hold my my like basing material down and it does some weird stuff like it bubbles up uh, so then I pour more base material on <laughs> but it gives it a much more uneven surface, which I look think looks far more natural. For sure. I mean, there's a mil as with anything with this hobby, there's a million ways to do it. Um, I've been going a lot with the the technical paints lately, and then using that as kind of my the base of my base, if that makes sense, and then building up on different layers on that. P you can 3D print. Um, some of the guys in our group are producing amazing bases and. I mean, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can order resin ones from online. You can go with just a plain black one. Again, that's not what I would choose to do. But, I mean, you have so much opportunity and things to do with their models, and it, it's just great. We got you some funky bases, eh, dude? Yes, they are, actually. They're quite funky. Uh, the, 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 the Stormcast custom bases? Um, we got the 40 mils, I think. So... Actually, uh, I'm eh, maybe we could try snapping those guys off and putting them on the 40 mil. That would be pretty cool. I'd like that. And well, I wouldn't mind some snow. Yeah. I mean, like I say, for what I do is I usually will take just an old, 
you know, 25 mil base and use um, the super glue because you can pop it in the freezer and then they'll snap right off. Um, I would not suggest using plastic glue. That will, then you're asking for disaster. But for me, like I say, it just it it's the method I've come up with. And this is what I was explaining to Roma at the start. There is no right or wrong with painting. If you want to do your bases first, do your bases first. If you want to do them last, do them last. If you want to paint your arm like Damon, paint your arm <laughs> like Damon. But it's all about having fun and being relaxed, and they're your minis. To Matt's point about not using plastic cement, I um, I had glued some, I'm converting some Geller Pox from like an old Kill Team set into a Chaos Spawn, and I had glued them down with uh, plastic cement. So I had to cut the base away and then shave the plastic base off their feet to then redo it again. So yeah, if, if, if you're going to be popping it off, I would not use plastic cement. I, I concur with Matt. Yeah, the, the super glue is a lesson learned. <laughs> I too have cut plastic bases off and it is not fun, <laughs> especially when you think you have it and then you slice through the foot and you're like, God dang it. <laughs> that was an hour wasted for nothing. <laughs> so... Learn from my mistakes, everybody. <laughs> wow. Well, this was great. It was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it, and I really want to thank you, Matt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that I am passionate about. I work out of town a lot. Um, I have you know very quiet evenings, so I paint for an hour and a half, two hours every night. Wow. Um, it's just kind of after a long day at work, it relaxes me. It gets... You know, it's, a, it's my Zen place. And, you know, like I said, painting is for yourself, but I'm, you know, pretty proud of what I've got sitting in front of me right oh, now. Oh, yes. And it's um, beautiful. It, I just work away at it. It's worth noting that Matt, <coughs> Matt brought models <coughs> that mirror my own. And uh, I, I happen to have painted some Myrmidons and some Chosen. So he, he brought these over. And they're, they're actually fairly Slanishi and close to mine, that cheeky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. No. no. <laughs> your bases are way better. Yes, I love your bases. Oh, thank you. I mean, so is the paint job, but your bases are also much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a competition, yeah, right, remember? Right, right, right. It's just for fun. <laughs> it's just for fun. Um. I just want to thank you for coming over, Matt. I was mentioning earlier when we were painting and said, I don't think I've ever done like a, a hang and paint session. And yeah, they're great. I it, mean, it was fun. I don't get to do it as often as, as I'd like either. Like I say, I'm out of town a lot. So it's kind of my go to for, for night times. Um, I do talk to some of the other guys and bounce ideas off of them. Um, Des, who you guys had on, I think, as your first guest, yeah. he and I contact each other with painting plans and ideas all the time just to, you know and then like over christmas i brought my test miniature over to him and i was like you know don't just tell me good or bad i mean anybody can do that but yeah. let's have some honest feedback and we came up with a few ideas to you know little changes here and there and it, it's worked out great and if you can find that person to talk to or to you know physically paint with it, it makes it that much better but you know the Warhammer hobby is more than just rolling dice and trying to smash somebody else's face, right? It's a it's an encompassing hobby of we build these models, 
we spend an enormous amount of time and money on them. <laughs> and to have them, and I know you say don't gray shame, but I'm going to gray shame. Um, <laughs> why not take the time and make them look great? Or at least what you want them to look like. Nobody wants their models to be gray. Let's be honest. So take that time, be proud of what you've got, and play with it. I, I agree. And I think I think the hobby, for the most part, has way moved past, like, even three colors. I was listening to an interest or reading an interesting discussion on um, a Discord channel, on Coach's Discord channel the other day, and how it's it's even moved past three colors. It, like, it's I mean, they've made it so easy for us, too. I mean... Again, nobody can see what we have in front of us, but we have Vallejo paints, we have Citadel paints, we have contrast paints. The, it, they're all available. They're great products. I mean, contrast, some people don't like it or call them cheater paints, whatever. You can do amazing things with them, and you can do it fast, and they come out looking great. So use what's available and have fun with it. And if you can do it with other people on a painting night, even if it's once a month, once every few months, do it. Build the hobby and have fun with it. That's great. That ties in with how, you know, what a great community we have with um, Warhammer and Age of Sigmar and painting models. And, and dude, I do have a question for you. How did it feel painting shiny, bright, silvery, chromey model? Well, there's wrong. Still, there's still tears welling in his <laughs> eyes I, I don't think he all he kept saying was this feels wrong this feels wrong natural he's like where's the gray green and brown and like, no. <laughs> green and brown of nurgle that said i i haven't painted like just a base coat and and the highlights and a shade in ages and i gotta say it looks looks good like the colors are so much more vibrant than i get when i slap chop and um yeah no i i really I would. No, I won't. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll slap jump. I really enjoyed it. I learned quite a bit. Yes. I think he only did the shiny break because you were here, Matt. Because if it was just the two of us, it would have been some muted. Um, <laughs> some rust and brown. <laughs> rust and brown and green. Um, just one last thing. Um, you, you nailed it a few seconds ago. Prince George has a awesome community. I mean, I've lived in Calgary and Vancouver. And this one is great. Um, a lot of us have been together for like 20 years um, or more. But um, there's no clicks here. There's no real power gamers here. Everybody works together. So just a huge shout out to everybody. Um, I don't think it's said enough or people don't realize how lucky we are up here. I mean, we're in the far north and nobody would think that Prince George is a gamer's paradise. But it really is like we should all be appreciative of what we got. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I, you said it so well, Matt. And like w I was chatting with uh, Josh the other day, we were chatting after we recorded how how like places far, far bigger than us don't have a group of, you know, friendly, supportive people will just like throw minities at each other. It's like help each other out, come over, show teach us how to paint it's just an unbelievable group absolutely even with me starting i mean raymond came by dropped off models matt's here showing me how to paint like this is amazing i really appreciate it and i will be back painting more okay well let's wrap this one up to keep them short and matt again i want to thank you so much for coming over tonight really appreciate it 
Yep, no worries. And this will be an inside joke, but I think we we spent a couple nickels tonight and got some magic out. <laughs> the fer- the fairies left a few minutes ago, but they did a heck of a job. <laughs> All right, dudes of Sigmar in and out.